Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. Often organizations and leaders will make the mistake of thinking feedback is coaching. Feedback alone is not coaching. Feedback is simply giving someone a directive or some candid insight to where they can improve or certainly what they're doing well. Feedback alone is simply feedback. There's nothing wrong with that. Yet there's an inherent opportunity to combine feedback with coaching. Let me give you an example. Let's say we have somebody who's really struggling with their attitude. They're not a great teammate or what have you. To sit down with someone and say, John, you know, you really have to – you know, insert yourself more as a positive teammate. I really think you have the ability to be more upbeat and positive. And that's kind of the expectations I have of you. Now that's feedback. There is nothing wrong with that. Here's the problem with feedback alone. Now I'm going to make a little bit of a joke. And a lot of times when I do this, people will kind of laugh at this, but think about it. How often do we give feedback or a directive to employees and they start nodding? Do we really know if they're going to put the feedback into action? Just because they're nodding, I would like you to think about that nodding as someone nodding off. They're thinking to themselves, I can't wait till this conversation's over. I disagree with everything. How do you really know? And what you can do is combine feedback with coaching, specifically with questions. So let's go back to our prior example. John, I wanted to give you some insight and well, I know that you want to become a future leader. And I think one of the greatest things you can do is insert yourself as a positive teammate, going above and beyond the call of duty. And I think that's an area of opportunity uh, you certainly can explore. Hearing that, what do you think you're going to do successfully to embrace that? What could we do together? What are the, the first two things you're going to do based on the feedback I just gave you? And what you do after feedback is you give or ask a question centered around a what question. And the reason you use a what question is it keeps it open-ended. Now, if I were to say, John, I want you to be a really positive teammate, you know, why hasn't that occurred? Why questions tend to put people in a defensive posture unnecessarily? It's not a bad word. It just tends to do that. So I always like to encourage people to follow up with what questions. Now, With that being said, I also try to use self-actualized questions after feedback. So if I'm giving someone feedback, let's say, on being more helpful and going above and beyond the call of duty, I might say, Julie, I think you have an opportunity to go above and beyond the duty and, and really insert yourself as a more helpful teammate than what you've done up to this point. Hearing that, what are you going to do to successfully embrace that insight And what are the first two actions you're going to take? Now, the first question is, what are you going to do successfully? And then what are two actions? What that does, everybody, is it gets the brain thinking, what do I need to do successfully? What are the two actions I need to take? It gets the person to leap off of this thing called feedback island. See, feedback island 
just sits there, right? Feedback island doesn't move. You tend to just sit on the island. Now, let's be candid about people. Most people do not take feedback, especially when it's constructive, very openly and professionally. Most people who get feedback will fold their arms, nod, start thinking to themselves why this feedback is not accurate, and they start to feel resistant or defensive. It is human nature. Now, notice the words that I use when I gave the feedback, where you have an opportunity, where I want to provide some insight. Now, if I were to say, Julie, I'm really getting frustrated because your teammates are getting mad at you, after that, there's probably not a lot you can do. So I always like to use the words like we, share, opportunity, perspective. I try to use the word and, not but. So when you're giving feedback, feedback alone creates feedback island. And what happens with Feedback Island is the person sits in that island. They never leave that island. They never get away from the feedback. Sadly, our educational systems from junior high school, high school, and college really have not taught people the value of seeking and accepting feedback thoughtfully and professionally, void of agreement or disagreement. That's why Feedback Island tends to get bigger and bigger in terms of its population because so many people sit on that island and they never move forward. Why don't they move forward? Sometimes they don't know what to do. So the value of asking these questions gets them off Feedback Island, moving in the direction, moving in the direction of improvement, gaining that insight, taking positive action. So our advice is always never let feedback alone sit by itself because what happens is the people stay on Feedback Island. When people move off of Feedback Island, they experience new things. They explore new things. They become more talented. They become more open to future feedback. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign seven to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called coach to you We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.